part of the hustle of finding out that there's more to life than just the creative hustle. That it is so important to make sure that you're also living your life fully. That you're, as, as much as you're celebrating those uh, career wins, man, those life wins, whether it's a wedding or a child or a family member, those almost trump anything in comparison. And uh, it, th- that is the stuff that dreams are made on, right? That is the stuff that we pour into the roles that we play or that we write or that we hope to capture. We need those life experiences to take us throughout the rest of the roller coaster that is a creative hustle. Welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast, a weekly show where an aspiring actor and screenwriter set out to educate and inspire artists and entrepreneurs all over the world with the stories and challenges of those hustling towards success. Hello, and welcome to The Side Hustle, where we will offer a preview of next week's interview with singer, songwriter, podcaster, and activist Melinda Hell. And Team Hustle will share a few things they are thankful for this year. I am your host, Daniel Tuttle. Thank you so much for being here with us. And as always, joining me is my rhythm to your rhyme, Michael Lutheran. Michael, what's going on, buddy? (laughs) Hey, Daniel. Hello, League of Hustle. Hope you are all doing well and you're feeling healthy and ready to dig into some yummy food uh, uh, this upcoming week for Thanksgiving. Let's eat. Let's eat. Let's eat all that's the all, things. That's all I'm going to say this whole episode is, let's eat. <laughs> uh-huh. And what are we Michael, eating? Michael, why are you not bringing me food every time I say, let's eat? Let's eat. Let's eat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, it has been a week. Uh, Michael, uh, you just recorded, pre- I mean, you've, kinda, you've, you've done an episode before with uh, uh, you know, former Team Hustle member Kel Torados. Uh, but you just recorded your first kind of like interview as host with someone you didn't know. Yeah, that was super fun. Uh, recorded our first interview for season four. Uh, the, season, four. season four, it's coming up in 2020. Let's eat. Um, <laughs> let's eat. Uh, yeah, I sat down with Mike Moreno. Uh, it was a Skype call because he lives in New York City and uh, he hosts the Actor CEO podcast. And I've been listening to that show myself for quite some time. And this was a long, uh, or rather, we've been trying to schedule this interview for quite some time. So it was it's wonderful. Been a journey. It's been a journey for sure. So uh, it was wonderful to finally sit down with him along with our special guest co host uh, and lead this interview. And uh, I tried to channel my own, uh, you know, King Beard here, uh, Mr. Tuttle. Uh, <laughs> but we had a great time, it was a great conversation. Absolutely. Well, you know, like I think I mentioned in the last uh, side hustle we did, we kind of talked about the stress that we've been going through. Uh, I'm stepping away for the first few episodes. I think Michael mentioned that at the beginning of Mike Moreno's episode where I'm taking a little bit of paternity leave uh, to spend a little more time with the new baby and family and help my wife out. Uh, hopefully to be able to dig back in on the on the mic oh later in season four. Uh, but until then, I'll be uh, in the behind the scenes role doing the, what I usually do. And uh, I know the ship is in the right hands on the mic with <laughs> Mr. Michael Lutheran. So uh, 
Beard or no beard, I know you got it. <laughs> well, I do have a beard, just uh, not quite uh, as full as yours. <laughs> right. The medium beard is on the train. The medium beard is in full force. <laughs> but uh, before we're going to get to the meat of this episode, you know, it is Thanksgiving. Michael mentioned digging into some tasty food with some friends and family. Uh, we do have our final interview of season three coming next week. Michael. Season three is almost over. Oh my gosh. I, it feels like it's been more than a year. It feels like it's been two years. Uh, just so <laughs> much, in a good way. In, right? in, a, in a great way. No, exactly. Like, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was working at a job that was not working for me. And I was in a completely different space. I wasn't married. You didn't have your uh, baby Everett just yet. Um, right. Oh my gosh. It feels like years. <laughs> It, this, it really has like this year feels like multiple years put into one. So many things have happened. Uh, you lost a job. I got a new job. Uh, <laughs> like, we've, it's, we've, we've changed roles in a weird way. Yep. Uh, you got married. I have a second kid. Uh, so much has happened, but we've talked to so many amazing guests this year, uh, ranging from cinematographers, directors, writers, actors, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, and the amount of knowledge this season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, assistance, creative executives, the, the amount of knowledge that we have gathered this year has been so insanely good and, and filling. And I, I know season four is going to be interesting because of the conversations we're having behind the scenes. Again, we'll kind of be able to throw out a few uh, uh, updates on that later on. Uh, but season four is going to be very interesting for us because it is going to be, in a lot of ways, we are looking at kind of rebooting and reshuffling the show a little bit to give it some new life, uh, new focus, uh, and really kind of continue to grow what you and I have always seen as something bigger than just a podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and something that we're, we're really starting to lean into, uh, bringing on new team members uh, uh, who are going to help guide us to that. Um, I am super, super excited for where we are going. Uh, this show is definitely not going anywhere, uh, anywhere soon in the sense of leaving. It is still going to be here, but we have so many great things that we are focusing on to grow this show and grow this community. Um, and I think that is the biggest focus that Michael and I have for the next front of the new year is growing the community that we have. Yeah. And, you know, yesterday while I was doing this interview with Mike Moreno uh, from actor CEO podcast, one of the things he actually commented on was our, uh, he, he listened to several episodes from this season and he actually, uh, we were talking about uh, having a positive mindset and uh, you know, being a CEO of the hustle and he actually commented that he noticed how our language changed through the course of the year at, with the more guests that we spoke with, the more knowledge we were gaining over the course of season three. And so all of these changes that are about to come to this podcast are very much influenced by all of the experiences and, and knowledge that we've been gaining all this year from these guests. And, you know, one of the big mm -hmm. ones that, at least for myself, Daniel, I, I'm not sure, uh, I wonder if this is the same for you as well one of the things I keep getting inspired by is whenever we hear guests talk about taking that leap of faith, when they finally mm -hmm. just said, you know what, I am just going to focus on my creative venture. And mm -hmm. they step into that path. And that's when that 
change happens, that positive growth right. happens. And I, and that's very much what you and I are about to do with this show. And we couldn't be more happy though, to do this with the support of the community behind us. Right. And I, you know, kind of going along with that, I think another thing that really has inspired me through some of our guests are those that kind of like stepped out of the box a little bit, like didn't do things the quote unquote regular way that found their own way to whatever it is they want to do, whether it's be on a show or writing or directing, they decided to not wait for the conventional path. They kept their eyes open for exit ramps that would become open to them in different ways. And I think that also going with the leap of faith has really given us the confidence to look forward into season four and what we're ready to kind of embark on. And I think we needed these three seasons to build that confidence that not only do we have the ability to do this and do it well, but to know what we're doing and know where we're going and where we want to go. And so that, that to me just makes it all the better and makes me feel okay with kind of taking that leap in the next year. Exactly. It's, it's really embracing not only our love for the podcast or for myself for acting, you for screenwriting, but it's really embracing that sense of creative entrepreneurship that, Mm -hmm. You and I, we came to this town like so many artists before us, and it's really about writing our own path, writing our own destiny of, you know, we ha- we've we built this amazing community over three seasons. I, I still can't believe it's been three seasons, but... Three, three years, pretty much, almost. Daniel, like where's a, my food? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we've done this, we've built this community, they know what we're all about, and... And we're only going to just enhance that, I think, even more with these changes that we've been, uh, you know, talking about behind the scenes. And yeah, as Daniel mentioned, like we're hoping to share those updates with you maybe within the next few weeks or so. It's it's going to be uh, pretty fluid over here on our end. But as Daniel said, we do have one more interview, one more guest interview for this year. And we actually have a preview of our conversation with musician, singer, songwriter, podcaster, and activist, Melinda Hale. Now talk about, like, again, like with, with Mike Moreno, talk about kind of a long journey uh, to get Melinda in this side of the table. Yeah, literally uh, two, was, two separate yes, interviews to get to this one. Right. No, absolutely. Um, Melinda was a host of the uh, Boss Please podcast, along with Megan LaMontagne, and was not able to make it when we had them on for Megan LaMontagne's episode. And then the second act, we had Megan and Jillian on. And so then Melinda ended up being a guest host for an episode earlier this year. And so finally, we were able to sit down and talk to her about her hustle and where she's been and where she's going. It was an incredible conversation, and I'll talk a little bit about something funny about the conversation after the preview, but Michael, what do you got for us? Hey, League of Hustle. Next Tuesday on December 3rd, you are going to meet the incredible Melinda Hale. I'm going to let Daniel list off just a few of Melinda's hustles. She is a performer, a singer, a songwriter, an activist, a a blogger, a podcaster, a model. On top of that, she also co-owns a music agency, an indie record label, and she is also a worship leader at the Hollywood United Methodist Church North Campus in Toluca Lake. How she has time to do all that, you'll find out in the full interview next week. 
but today you'll get a sneak preview to the incredible advice that Melinda shares. First up in our side hustle preview, Melinda discusses the challenges that many musicians face, as well as other artists, when it comes to comparison. Outside of just the, the craft and everything, like what would you say is a challenge or something that a lot of musicians face? Especially in the music industry, it's always changing. There's always a new trend that's yeah. popping up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. are there any challenges that you would say if you're thinking of going into this industry, know this? And if so, any possible solutions or right. strategies to approach that? You know, my, my answer isn't necessarily... Uh, directly related to the music industry um, and it's not really connected to anything like business or music wise I think that the biggest thing that musicians face in this industry is comparison I think we get stuck thinking and I I mean I'm preaching to myself right now and I need to listen to the words that are about to come out of my mouth <laughs> um, but I think we get stuck in this hole of uh, comparing ourselves. I mean, social media has obviously made that a lot easier to do, unfortunately. Of course. And we compare ourselves to other people's successes and gigs that they got or people that they're working with, not knowing that somebody probably is feeling that way about you. I think we need to just be happy of, of the own things that we do and our own accomplishments and 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 know that what's meant to be ours will be ours in our own time and what somebody else's is meant to be theirs. And I have to keep reminding myself because I do get stuck in that hole sometime. And I'm very happy and very supportive of my friends always, no matter what. But we do get these little things like, oh, like, well, how did they get that? Why don't I have that? You know, and it's, it's very easy to do so. But I also have to remember, for example, if one of my guitar players or drummers gets on a tour, it's like it's very different for like just a musician than it is for a solo artist. And that's something that we also have to remember. But then if you're comparing yourself to solo artists, it's like, well, is your music different? Is your look different? Like there's so many variables that I think people forget when they get into this like comparison rabbit hole. So it's just like turn all of that off and mind your business, tend to your garden and do the best that you're supposed to be doing. As we've heard many times here at Hollywood Hustle Podcast, tend to your garden. Keep your focus on your hustle. Do good work and always strive to be better. That's what counts, and that's what will keep you ahead. We all have our own individual paths, our own hustles. Having produced over 100 episodes of this show, one idea that has grown over time is that the Hollywood hustle is more than just a phrase. It's a work ethic, a mentality. I asked Melinda what her definition of the Hollywood hustle would be. This kind of steps away from being a musician for a little bit, but how would you define the Hollywood hustle? It's never ending. <laughs> That's for sure. Sound uh, It is never ending. Um, I think it's the constant fight for, and this isn't a bad thing, but it's a constant fight for wanting to establish yourself in some way and wanting to make an impact. I think that, you know, there are people that are like, I just want to be famous. And it's like, Good luck with that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, some people are like, this is what I love and I want this to be the thing that pays my bills. That's great and that's what it should be. And other people are like, I just want to make a difference and I want the platform to be able to do that. And that's kind of the, um, I mean, aside from being able to pay my bills, but that's kind of the um, route that I've recently taken because, well, I wouldn't even say recently. I think that's the route that I've always taken. It's like, I just want to, a platform to be able to do the things that I want to do. And so- that's what my hustle specifically has been. But yeah, in general, I just think the Hollywood hustle is trying to, is fighting to find your place in, in this crazy industry. And is there anything 
in all the years, whether it's been in LA, New York, or Chicago, that any particular experience that tested your commitment oh, to that? Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. You're making me go back into the memory vault. Um, I know. Let's creak that door open. Um, I mean, we've got, without getting into too many specifics, I mean, sure, I would say just, okay. A friend of mine said this once when I told him a situation that I had with a manager that completely screwed me over. And I realized in talking to him that I definitely dived into the situation too quickly. And he told me, make sure as you, you know, go about your career that your desire and your hunger is not louder than your intuition. And that was I that has stayed with me because I think we get so obsessed with wanting to succeed and wanting to achieve this thing, whatever the thing is, is that we don't listen to our intuition. Like this probably isn't right for me. And I knew that signing with this manager wasn't right with me, wasn't right for me, but I did it anyway. And then it ended up being a really bad little blip on the timeline of my life. Um, but I think, yeah, so that's definitely tested. Okay. Well, am I meant to be doing this? Do I want to be doing this? It's like, yes, but I just made a bad decision and now I need to be cautious as I move forward and making sure I make the right decisions. Um, because I think, yeah, it's very easy to just jump on something because it seems like it's going to be an incredible opportunity and then it's not. Yes. Yeah. Of course, learning as you move forward yeah, and absolutely. not letting those mistakes hinder anything as you move forward. For it's sure. It's easy for us to, uh, replay, um, our own negative social media yes, and, yes. and a little bit of like, Oh, I made that mistake and Oh, I'm just going to keep making that. And no, it's just being able to kind of, I, I practice meditation and mindfulness. Oh, good for you. Um, and it's just about being able to take that experience and put it in the learning vault. Yes. As it, yes, as yes, it were, yes. and, and just keep moving forward, but taking those lessons yes, learned. Absolutely. I, had, I had a very similar experience with an agent that you always want to have someone out there booking, helping you totally. book work absolutely. and everything. And absolutely. If, especially when someone reaches out their hand of like, hey, I want to represent you. I want to, you know, do good things for yeah. you. There is that automatic temptation of saying immediately, yes. Exactly. And exactly. I had a very, very similar situation. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like. I'm uh, sure it's more common than not. <laughs> you know, yes. like, I mean, we're not rare. I'm sure in that situation. Trying to find your place in the entertainment industry while learning how to always keep moving forward. Let us add that to our growing definition in the League of Hustle Dictionary. If you guys love what you heard in today's preview, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and set it for automatic download. That way, you'll be ready when Melinda's episode drops in your feeds next week on Tuesday, December 3rd. Now, if you want to learn more about next week's guest, check out her music on Spotify or in iTunes. Just search Melinda Hill and you can also find her on the socials at Melinda Hill and that's spelled M-A-L-Y-N-D-A-H-A-L-E. Thank you so much, everyone. Now let's get back to this week's side hustle. But first, a word from one of our hustle sponsors. So that was our preview for next week's interview with Melinda Hale. I'm so excited for you guys to check it out. Melinda is just so kind and so wonderful. And in some ways, I'm actually kind of happy that we came to this interview in this long roundabout way of, you know, from the girls from uh, Boss Please to our earlier interview, um, 
this season it, because we got to know Melinda through the course of this process. And so it was just wonderful to finally sit down uh, at her place and just talk about art and and the path of a musician, but also as an activist as well. It's going to be very inspiring. I can't wait for you guys to check it out. And something sort of uh, kismet with two ways with this interview. First of all, during the interview, I had an important phone call I had to take from my wife, uh, who at the time was pregnant with our child. So I made sure to kind of pick up calls whenever she called. And so I had to leave the interview and Michael pretty much led most of the interview without me. Uh, because I had to leave and we didn't want to really want to sit and have Melinda wait. Uh, so it was a nice kind of like start transitioning to him kind of taking over these hosting duties uh, for the next few episodes, weirdly enough, without even knowing that was going to happen exactly. at the time. Um, and then on top of that, I was talking about having my second kid uh, with Melinda and she obviously offered many congratulations. And then come to find out uh, about a week later, Melinda announces that she is pregnant with her first child, her and her husband's first kid. Uh, and, uh, I actually messaged Melinda was like, how hard was it for me to talk about having this kid and you not saying anything? And she's like, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> and so, uh, so real quick, just super congratulations to Melinda and her husband on their upcoming first child. Uh, it's going to be a, I mean, I've seen Melinda and her husband. It's going to be a beautiful kid, yeah. uh, and a very talented kid. Uh, uh, so congratulations, Melinda. It's a great interview. I cannot wait for you guys to check it out. Melinda is just one of the coolest people, and you want to talk like creative entrepreneur, Melinda is such a poster child for that. Yeah. Like taking taking those steps, pushing her own uh, her own self forward, and and getting her name out there and getting her talent out there. Uh, she is definitely one in those books. So uh, definitely check that out, December third. Uh, it's going to be a great interview. After that, we're going to try to put together a year in review. Most likely this year, it's just going to be Michael and myself. And two other people joining us for that, um, if we're able to get that recorded. Uh, but until then, Thanksgiving is coming up. It is time to say thanks for this year. Man, what a year. What a year. 2019. It's It's been a year of a lot of change, I think, for many people. Um, you know, speaking with people outside of the Hollywood Hustle community, um, you know, I was recently hired by uh, a theater company called American Immersion Theater. They do a lot of immersive events like murder mystery shows and stuff throughout Los Angeles and the country. And we had a, uh, you know, company rehearsal last night. And one thing that our company director just talked about was like, wow, 2019 has been a difficult year. Uh, you know, difficult in that there might have been a lot of financial obstacles uh, in the way, uh, certainly for me, uh, the different uh, loss of a job, essentially. Um, but it has been a year of learning and uh, moving on to new things. So I'm excited to hear what it's like, you... it's like a tr It's like a weird transitional year. Uh, a lot of changes, a lot of growth, and kind of like preparing for 2020. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because uh, I think some exciting things are also going to be happening this upcoming year, obviously with the changes to our show and, and the company and stuff, but also a lot of great things happened this year as well, which I know we're about to break uh, break down. Uh, so, Daniel, what are you thankful for for 2019? So I, thought, I know how we kind of have a list on outline. Yes, we make outlines for all our conversations because <laughs> we don't want to forget anything. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking, let's break this down kind of in personal and business or career um, oh, yeah, that sure. way, neither one of us is like rambling for too long in one long instance. Um, so would you like to start with career or personal, Michael? Uh, 
I would, I guess let's, let's go in career first. Let's, let's dive into that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this year I am super thankful for the opportunities I've had creatively. Um, I was able to turn uh, a random script that Michael kind of prodded me to write um, in my kind of (laughs) depression of unemployment. Uh, And I was able to get that turned into an actual living, breathing short film uh, with the help of the creators of LA Happy, a YouTube uh, S'mores, which is a streaming service show uh, called LA Happy, where they visit happy hours in LA. They're, one's an actress, one's a writer, uh, Katina Nuku, uh, Nukau. Uh, Plar also all helped us really bring this show, this film together. We made a short film that we just submitted to nine uh, festivals. Uh, so that itself was, if that would have been it, that would have been it for me. Yeah. I would have been totally okay with that. Um, I've had the opportunity to collaborate with uh, uh, Mikey uh, Tobias, who's a great friend, guest of the show. Uh, you'll hear more from Mikey in the future, uh, but got to work with him on a short film that we're turning into a feature now after a wonderful table read, including Michael. Uh, we also, uh, I'm also working with Michael and Mikey on a TV show. Um, developing a show. And so a lot of great collaborative opportunities have uh, opened up for me this year, which has been fantastic. I got hired to write a new script, which I've been turned in the first draft. And on top of that, I was able to get a job at a network. Uh, Even though it is considered a temp placement job right now, uh, there's definitely sites in the future to make it permanent. So uh, a lot there for me to be thankful for and just feel so relieved after six years of really putting in the work to get here and just have moments where I sit there and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm, I'm right here. Um, meeting these people and getting the chances to uh, have discussions about scripts and shows and going into development and things like that has been amazing. And Daniel, real quick, I want to highlight the number that you just said and make sure our listeners hear that. Six years, you know, you've, you've been... You've been in this town for six years and, you know, no one's path is the same of getting into the entertainment Mm -hmm. industry and and finding whatever niche that is or even discovering what your true passion was. And I remember it was kind of halfway through that six year mark that you were like, I want to be a showrunner. And you've been making the moves and you've been, you know, building relationships with people. And you're like you said, you're working for a production company and Earlier, you were messaging me about the the kind of A-list celebrities that were coming in and that you were meeting. Uh, I won't say who those are, just for confidentiality. Um, but it is so cool to be able to see you. You're on that rise up. You know, I, I think I think back to uh, our first interview this year with Hillary Levi and her growth from being an intern to now being a creative. Uh, director of creative development at a production company. And I see that so much for you in, as far as, you know, yeah, you're, you're going in right now and you're working as a temp, but you have to start somewhere in order to reach that absolutely. final destination. No, absolutely. And I don't, I, and I'm not putting down being a temp by any means. Like this is, that is definitely a path to go down and it has helped me out a lot. Uh, working at WB has been great as a tour guide. I've met some really great other creatives. Uh, who have been very kind and tried to help me out with jobs and other things. Um, and that's what it's about. I think that's that's the biggest thing here. And that's something, again, we're focusing on next year is community. You know, really 
finding people, uh, like-minded, like-driven people that are, are in the same field or in the same zone that you are and just getting to know each other. And it doesn't have to be like you work together on a project. It doesn't have to be, you just support each other. And it's always so good to know that you are not alone here, that there's other people who are her fighting and biting and scratching and crawling their way just like you are. And they're having the setbacks. They're having those moments where they fall backwards too. And so all these experiences this year have just been incredibly confidence boosting and under giving me even better understanding of what it is to live the Hollywood hustle. Yeah. In and, a lot of ways. And also to speak to, again, like no one's path is the same. I'm so proud of the fact that, you know, you and Angie decided to continue your guys' plan of wanting to build out the family. And, mm. you know, despite at the time, you know, you didn't have this job at this production company, you are still doing that. And so that's another aspect to the hustle is, you know, finding that career life balance. And sometimes you have to focus on the life balance before the career. And but you're making it all work no matter what, like you're still moving towards your goal. And I, I just want to commend you for being able to live out both of those paths, the career and the personal uh to the fullest that you can. Thank you, brother. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is, it has its moments of struggle, but man, it, it, when you, when you're able to find those moments of balance, it's very Zen. <laughs> very like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. It could be just for a moment, but it happened for a moment. And thank goodness. Uh, how about you brother on, on the career side, man, you've had some crazy changes and you're in such a interesting place uh, career wise right now that I don't think you have, been in probably since you got out of college yeah it's uh, kind of what you know talk about that well just going from the beginning of the year just being thankful that i actually got to play in the magical universe of harry potter and not just one but two different theatrical productions that took place within the world of harry potter i got to play an adult ron weasley a character that i have identified with since i was eight or nine years old whenever I first read uh, the first book of Harry Potter. And then going into the summer, I played Vincent Crabbe and Crabbe and Goyle are dead for the Hollywood Fringe Festival, which went on to be nominated for Best Comedy at the Fringe Festival. And, you know, just getting the opportunity to kind of play out in this magical realm of these characters, and but still finding a way to ground them. I felt pushed me as an actor and it got to connect me with also that super big fan of this type of content. But then as you were kind of alluding to, like in the middle of this year, I faced that, whether it's a wall that you want to look at or as a cliff or anything, just the universe basically decided that my time working in the medical field was done. That chapter was closed and I've been, it had reached, reached its end. It had reached its end. And I had been working there since literally my first day of living in Los Angeles. Granted, there were some, you know, breaks in between when I was just an independent contractor for them. But then pretty much since 2014, I had been contracted. I was working there essentially full time. And I learned so many things about uh, just the human nature of really seeing this other intimate side of people that on the day-to-day you normally don't see because I was working in a medical office and I was seeing people on their worst days. I was seeing people 
on their best days when they were given really uplifting, life-saving news. And it was an incredible journey to go through that, but also through listening from all of our guests, even from season one, I never had felt, I felt like I had one foot on my acting career path, and then I had another foot on this other safe path, that I was never both feet moving forward. And basically the universe kind of helped push me out. And so now I'm on that path of just living my life right now as an actor. And that catapulted me into this whole new period of growth. Um, I spent the summer after leaving the medical office, I spent the majority of my summer in class. I studied with a uh, previous guest, Beth Ryan. Uh, she worked in casting for years and now she has her own acting studio in Burbank. And so I was studying scene study and um, mindfulness actor technique that she has developed. And I was also studying how to uh, like commercial acting. And all of a sudden I started going out for auditions and it has just been like going forward and forward and forward and forward. And just, it's been a learning process of like getting fully connected back to that creative side of myself that I didn't realize that the medical field had kind of uh, filtered that for me for quite a while. It feels so uplifting to finally be in this space of like, I am back again, if that makes sense. Like, as you were saying, like moving to Los Angeles, that first day of being in this town of like not knowing what's going to happen, it can feel scary, but it's also so exciting. And so um, I've just been submitting for more auditions and just constantly thinking of how can I grow as an artist and then just so thankful for this podcast and our community and the guests that we speak to, you know, almost every other week and taking on their advice and finally taking that leap of faith for myself as well as for the podcast. Right. And I'll, I'll say this, man, like, and I've told you, and I think I've even mentioned it on the show, how inspired I was just by when you lost this job and kind of went into this period of unemployment and transition you got on the ball like immediately and how like when you were telling me, Oh yeah, I have class now and I'm doing this, I'm taking this class and I just got booked like these jobs. I was kind of thrown back. Cause I was like, Oh, he's probably going to take like a week and kind of really kind of figure things out, man, you went into it and you attacked it hard. And I like, I commend that. I, I think that is so awesome and inspirational. Like the fact that you got in and you dug deep and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm not going to sit and be like, oh, no, I lost my job. Like you went in and you went for it and you've really been growing from it. I think it's been it's helped you emotionally and uh, 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 and mentally Mm -hmm. to be able to live in the thing that you want to do on a more consistent basis. And I think, you know, I, I saw you when you were kind of at the end of your time with the medical office that time that you then and the you now are two completely different people in a lot of ways. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. And I, and I would say that if you're a listener right now and you find yourself working in a job that you you're staying there because it pays the bills, but every minute of your time at that job is you feel like your soul's getting sucked out of you or anything like that. Like really, I'm not saying go and leave your job. Please make sure that you have all your ducks in a row and that things are taken care of. But I worked for seven years at a job that I did not want to be at. I mean, granted, my my coworkers and my patients and my employers were all wonderful people to work for. And 
not to say that there weren't good times or certainly were. I liked that job, but I spent seven years at a job that I had no intention of ever being at. And mm -hmm. that's shocking to th like, that's longer than the time that I was in high school and in college. So right. I'm going to real quick, just kind of you saying that kind of like you said with me, there is no straight path mm -hmm. through this town. There's no straight path to the thing you love, wherever it may be, uh, whether it's, in L.A., it's in New York, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, St. Louis, Poughkeepsie, uh, or somewhere across the, the pond or somewhere on another continent. Your path is never going to be what you think it's going to be. And, you know, I look at the last six years with me and kind of our relationship and then kind of from that perception, seeing the things that have like dropped into place for you. Mm -hmm. over the last six years and how you sometimes you don't see like we you know we always talk about the small wins we have our guests recently in the last season to kind of celebrate these small wins and part of that small win is the things being set into place that maybe you overlook because it is such a small thing and whether it's a, a meeting you have a, just a chance meeting with someone that in a year later is going to produce the movie that you wrote mm -hmm. or a moment where you work at a horror, you know, a, a horror maze themed uh, 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 Halloween horror type thing. And you meet someone that you're going to end up working with for six years. And it's these small moments that sometimes can be overlooked that in the end, are, those are the things that have been the pillars for where you're going to be later on. And it may take six years. It may take seven years. It may take to your 37, but eventually you're going to get there. And there's a reason that it takes that time. Those pillars are getting you prepped emotionally, mentally, uh, and, uh, for your maturity, your growth uh, as a person, so that when you get to that moment, it is not squandered, it is handled well, and you use it to your fullest. I love and that. <laughs> And so seeing that for you has been just an incredible journey to watch and to see where you are now and your growth is phenomenal. I, and I, I will say there's I'm, a certain level of, of thank you so much, brother. I, there is this certain level of confidence that I feel like I've gained back. Uh, there was definitely a good amount of time uh, over the past year while I was working at the medical job where I felt like I had, I would look at myself in the mirror and I didn't recognize the person I had become. Um, and a lot of that was due to confidence that I wasn't living in my passion, that I wasn't, uh, to quote one of our favorite movies, Unbreakable, I wasn't doing the thing that I was supposed to be doing. And now I feel like I am. I feel, and I feel more of myself and more sure of myself and where I'm going for for that transition whether or not like you know yes i'm unemployed but for me now i'm finally employed to the thing that i always wanted to do right no absolutely and that and i think that to me is exciting to see where that takes you in your next path you know what i mean absolutely going on the path there's your creative um you know path and then there's the personal so what uh for this thanksgiving are you thankful for for your personal path Man, uh, let me tell you, I am, uh, you know, you talked about kind of being working at the hospital uh, and kind of the things you see there. And I think 
a hospital is that one of those few places where you truly see people stripped down to their bare humanity and where they, the, the defenses are down and it's cause it is, I mean, a lot of times life and death and, you know, over the last year with Angie and her pregnancy, there's definitely been some rough spots where we had, we were unsure about how this was all going to end up. And so I am super grateful and thankful that we now have a healthy baby girl who has almost been around for four months or for a month. For a month. <laughs> four months. <laughs> She's been around for four months already. It's gone so quick. Um, uh, who's been around for almost a month and that my wife is healthy and doing really well. Uh, and not that that's surprising. She's a juggernaut. She'll kill it. She'll crush anything. But uh, it's, but the, that all of that is so great. And, and you, you never know. And it was always just that worry until you hear that first cry. Like you just, you don't know. Yeah. The, and so the cry that screams, I am okay. And I am here. I'm breathing air and I'm fine. And then he also, and then on top of that, kind of the secondary confirmation from the doctor, like she's good. And, and so that has been super grateful and, and something that I'm, uh, constantly when I just look at her, uh, or with my wife, I'm just super grateful for, uh, on top of that, my kid has started school, like Nolan. actually going to a school. Nolan, uh, has started school. My, my four, almost five-year-old, it will, it'll be five. Uh, by the time this comes out, he's five now. Um, and, uh, he is doing great. He is flourishing there. Um, he had no issues transitioning to it. He's making friends and, uh, as a parent, there's nothing more than you can ask for than p- other people liking your kid <laughs> <laughs> and wanting to hang out with him and that he is he is doing very well with that. And so that's been such a blessing. And then, you know, finally, again, like I mentioned a minute ago, you know, there th- it takes a lot to get through this kind of career and it takes a lot to uh, push yourself. Uh, to where you want to be, especially if you have that kind of creative entrepreneurship mindset where you're trying to make your career. And a lot of this industry, you have to have that mindset. Even if you're going to work for a company, you have to have that I'm going to go there and kind of build my own my own way. And one of the things we've talked a lot about here that is incredibly important, and I think one of the biggest uh, uh, samples of that was with Brandon Collymore, uh, Brandon does everything on YouTube where he talked about how, you know, he told his mom, I don't want to go to college anymore. And he, you know, I want to start, I want to do YouTube full time. And she had two paths. She could have gone down. She could have been like, no, you go to college. That's what people do. But she took the other path and said, you know what? I'm going to trust you. I'm going to let you do this for a year. And if I see growth, I will help you support you in whatever I, way I can. And that is just in life in general. That is so important for people to hear. And you can show it in a lot of ways, but sometimes people need to hear, like, I'm here for you. I believe in you. And I have had not, I have not had that more other than my wife, than Michael Lutheran. <laughs> guy on the other side here. Like, the guy that literally has championed for me, championed with me, and has literally been a backbone for me here in Los Angeles. And so I have to say, if you're coming to Los Angeles or you're in Atlanta or New York and you're going for that dream, find yourself a Michael Lutheran. 
Stop. Because it's going to make that journey so much easier. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to make it easier. <laughs> and honestly, let it be a little more fun along the way. And so I am more than ever thankful to have you in my life, to be able to marry you and Anna Karen, like me marry you guys, so we're all married together. <laughs> <laughs> Angie was totally fine with it. Of the, of the wedding life. <laughs> I'm part of the family too. Yep. Um, but to be to have someone like you in my life has been just it, it, there's no words to show how important it's been to this journey and every time you talk about how hard i've worked literally i am only here because of the people that have been behind me and you're definitely the one right in the front right next to angie don't want to put her <laughs> but, yeah, but got definitely to right there in the spouses here. And, and i don't think i could ever thank you for that or repay you for that uh, in any way that would actually equal how much that means to me. And so I am more than ever thankful for you. Oh, brother. Mr. Michael. Thank you so much. I mean, that I am just overwhelmed by all the feels right now. Um, and it's, it's, the feeling is entire is purely mutual as well. Like you, besides Anna Karen, my now wife, uh, you are that person that has been there for, all of my highs and all of my lows in this town for every success. And then for, at, for the four steps backwards at times, and you've been there supporting me and encouraging me uh, throughout it all and always helping me see the, the light and at times in what feels like the darkness and been there to pull me out of, you know, those dark, dark places. And uh, you have been so, so, supportive of me through this time like if it weren't for you and Anna Karen I don't know maybe I would have tried another market I don't I certainly would not have gone back to Vacaville California but I you guys have given me the hope and the confidence that it's okay for me to be me and it's okay to go to live my path and to not judge it against anyone else's um and also being you know, these past recent months, being able to be a part of your family dynamic, uh, you know, with babysitting Nolan and stuff while you've been getting started over at the production office and Angie was at work. Um, so I get, just got to hang out with your kid. And I feel like there's something like you think, you know, a friend, but then hang out with that friend's kid and it and you learn a lot more about your friend in the process because Nolan is a pure uh, example of you and the type of man that you are and the type and the kind of the values that you leave, you live your life with, because he is, you know, he's a pure product of you and Angie and the, and the way you guys live your life. And he is such a kind, kind person. And I think I remember us talking four years ago, five years, almost five years ago when he was on the way, like that was one of your biggest worries of just like i just want my kid to be a good kid and i can tell you yeah. with pure confidence that he is a good good kind funny silly laugh your socks off just like crazy energy fun kid and it's no wonder mm -hmm. that he's doing so well in school and having friends and stuff because i i was valuing all the afternoons that i got to spend with him going to the park and just 
getting to play with him and seeing his imagination take off. I mean, that kid is going to be some type of creative entrepreneur for sure. Um, <laughs> but like, again, like you don't know a person until again, you get to see and get to hang out with that <laughs> extension of them, which is their child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I had the opportunity, um, you know, last week on our uh, other side hustle, we mentioned that we were about to have a meeting and uh, I got a text from you uh, just an hour before the meeting was supposed to start saying, Hey guys, just so you know, uh, someone else is going to be joining us. And it was baby Everett. And um, (laughs) so I got to have my first meeting with baby Everett and she is so beautiful. She's this teeny tiny adorableness. And, um, but to kind of, while we were having these um, inspiring and intense discussions about where we see the, future of this company going you were just there holding your your baby daughter in your arm (laughs) like such like you were such a natural with it and not once do i remember her like crying during the entire three and a half hour long meeting she was just you know she was just with her dad having a good time asleep for a good majority of the time because you're just such a natural father and it's just like you're someone I highly look up to and, you know, I hope to, uh, you know, if, if ever I'm blessed to have kids one day, I, I hope to be as good of a father as you. Oh man, you're going to be, I think you're going to be a great dad. And I, you know, it is, it is one of those things, like you said, like that question you asked yourself, like all I want is a good, like my kid to be a good person. Like that's it. Like I, in the end, I don't care what he does. I don't care who he is. I don't care who he loves. I just want him to be a good person. Yeah. And and that's that is ever that's always been where mine and Angie's mind has been at. Like we just want him to be a good person. Same with Everett. We want her to be a good person. And you know, I think yeah, go again, goes back to this podcast. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't, like, be don't, a, don't be a jerk. <laughs> don't be a jerk. Like, be a good person. And so uh thank you. I I that means the world to me and I truly, truly appreciate that. And uh and you know, again it's it's very mutual. There's things that I get from you that I think I know I've talked to multiple people, especially at your wedding, and you want to talk about some, someone who really no one has a bad word to say about them. It's Michael Lutheran. Like <laughs> everybody adores you, and 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 I, it's so easy to know why because you are you are a good person. Like your parents did you right, and I think you know you are just one of the best people um, anyone could get to know because you are such a giver. You're such a giving person of your time and your energy and your uh, talents and uh, at times probably too much uh, <laughs> where, where you, you have to learn to say no, yep. but, uh, but you are, because of that, you are always that first person that's like, you know, I remember when Nolan was going to be worried, like, do I need to pack a bag? Do I need to come there? Like you yeah. are such a good person who is just willing to be there for, for people well. in his life. And, uh, and for that, like that, 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 that's some, that's a, that is a uh, trait that is that is just un. You can't copy it. You can't fake that. That is just a natural person being good, and uh, and so it's a, so for that. It's an honor to have you in my life and in my kid's life. Well, at, you know, as you said, like you are like we are but the experiences of those around us and you know this year getting married has been just such a wonderful beautiful reminder of the 
people in my life that have made me who I am. And like Anna Karen, like Anna Karen, um, and getting so, and so speaking of the uh, other person in my life that I'm most thankful for and everything is Anna Karen soon to be Lutheran. Once we get the, the, um, wedding certificate in the mail, but, um, you know, to now be able to call her my wife, my spouse, my, my partner in life is something, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that in my life I've wanted more than acting is to find my, my partner. Um, you know, it's no longtime listeners know my favorite, uh, actor and inspiration is Robin Williams and hit the film. What dreams may come was a huge profound influence on like, my life and just yeah it is such a good movie and just like all my life i've I've just been looking for that soulmate you could say and i found that in anna karen and having you be there to marry us and to listen to her vows and just taking it all in and this the journey of this year of spending time with my brothers and my closest friends that I call brothers and and my and sisters is has just been such a transformative experience um you know it it was truly one of the best experiences of my life and the wedding itself was the best day of my life and like i mean talk about small wins, man. Like that is a major win in the journey that, that is my life. And, you know, also it also was a mini family reunion for my family from England. I had my uncle and cousins come out from England and I also got to meet my new family from Mexico. Um, and I'm just so thankful for family and, but it all would not have been possible without Anna Karen. And, uh, she, she just like you, she probably more than you in many ways has seen me in my lowest of lows and been there to support me in my highs. And she's always willing to just be there for me whenever I have questions or doubt. And, uh, now that we're married, it's, there's just that security that we're always going to be okay. And we're going to be there for each other. And now it's that exciting time of like, what does our mine and Anna Karen's, uh, next chapter going to look like and you know there's there's going to be some some things coming up on the horizon that i know we'll be looking at and you know checking out and see how we're going to overcome those but i'm just i couldn't be more excited to have her as my partner and you know that to think that this family yeah uh different country oh my gosh yeah it's it was just such an amazing experience and i i can't wait to go see my family in mexico now like we had an amazing bonding experience and uh yeah it i i there's words i just can't describe like how grateful yeah. i am for them no you know they they i think one of the things that's you know i talk about how, how good a person you are a good measure of how much people like someone or how uh much they mean to them uh, especially in LA, uh, can usually be shown how far they're willing to travel to see them, and uh, or at least the time they're willing to spend in their car to see them here in LA. Um, and uh, you know, you had people who came from Mexico, who came from England, who came from Japan mm-hmm. to see you get married. Like that's crazy. It was <laughs> like like so three crazy. continents were pretty much represented. 
<laughs> yeah, th- three three separate countries were like showing up, and you know, it was just the best. It it really mm-hmm. was, and like, kind of where I'm at this this right now in this chapter of my life is just like part of the hustle of finding out that there's more to life than just the creative hustle. That mm-hmm. it is so important to make sure that you're also living your life fully that you're mm-hmm. as as much as you're celebrating those uh, career wins man those life wins whether it's a wedding or a child or a family member those almost trump anything in comparison and mm-hmm. uh it though that is the stuff that dreams are made on right that is the stuff mm-hmm. that we pour into the roles that we play or that we write or that we hope to capture we need those life experiences to take us throughout the rest of the roller coaster that is a creative hustle. It's it's a branching tree. It all encompasses each other. Yes, everything branches off the other. And so uh, those those life experiences, like you know, I mentioned with yours, like the life experiences of your growth and your change, um, easily affects how you approach your career and how you approach what you want to do and work with people and collaborate with people. Um, and so it's definitely important to always check in with yourself, make sure your mindset is right and make sure you take care of you and your life first, just life in general, because that's going to make your career hustle, your Hollywood hustle, your work hustle, uh, uh, your friend hustle, everything else better. If you make sure to look at your life and take care of you, and build a make strong sure that foundation. Yeah, the core needs to be clear for everything else to work. Amen to that. Awesome. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, and man, happy right, early Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, happy early Thanksgiving, man. Now, where's uh, my let food? Me, <laughs> let me throw, let me, let me, let's eat. Let's eat. Uh, let me throw away some Kleenexes here, real quick, just a second. Uh, for those <laughs> listening for the first time, Thank you for checking us out and joining our League of Hustle. Thanks to our passionate community who of our show, where it has been downloaded over 25,000 times, and that number continues to grow today. There are over 90 interviews available just waiting to offer amazing stories, advice, and inspiration for your own journey, your hustle, and for you to check out, including our most recent interview with creative change strategist Christine Aller where we talk about developing a mindset that will push you to greater growth and success. Now, while you're listening to the episode right now, grab your phone or whatever right device now. that you're using uh, that you're using to listen to us on and subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast platform. Now, if you want to go the extra mile, leave us a re- rating leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher Radio. This will really help other podcast listeners find our show. And if you've been a longtime member of the League of Hustle and find value in what we do, please consider supporting our hustle with a financial contribution. Visit our home over at anchor.fm forward slash Hollywood Hustle to see how you can become a sponsor of the show. Any amount is greatly appreciated, and we're so thankful for you. Generally, you could sponsor the show with just the price of a coffee, and we would be super grateful for that. Because, man, we need our coffee. I'm sipping some Uh, right now. (laughs) uh, I'm actually going to get some here in a little bit. Uh, Now, if you want to follow us and our journey, uh, Hollywood Hustle Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at LA Hustlecast. 
Uh, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Hollywood Hustle Podcast. Uh, if you want to find us personally and follow our personal lives uh, and see how we're making sure those are taken care of, uh, I am uh, Daniel Tuttle, all one word, T-U-T-T-E-L on Instagram and on Twitter. Michael is Michael Lutheran, uh, L-U-T-H-E-R-A-N on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so definitely make sure you follow us, uh, follow us. Uh, engage with us. We want to hear from you. And also, we want to know what you guys are thankful for for this year. We know we're thankful for you, but what are you thankful for? What are the wins that you've conquered this year, both your personal wins as well as those creative career entrepreneurship wins? We want to hear about them. Email those over to us at Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure to tune in next week for our interview with Melinda Hell. It is such a great interview. Uh, and after that, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely, if nothing else, do one more small side hustle uh, to close out the year, uh, at least before anything else. May not be a full like year in review, but we'll do one small side hustle just to close everything out. Thank you so much for listening to us, guys. Go have a great Thanksgiving. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. We are torn and separated by so many things, and sometimes it's hard to spend time with family and not let those things divide us. So go in with an open mind to your family and just go and just enjoy the moments with them, those small moments with your mom, your dad, whoever you're going to spend time with. If you're going with your chosen family, your friends, go enjoy that and just enjoy that moment of being with people that support you and hopefully, you know, that love you and want to be with you. And let's just enjoy each other this Thanksgiving. I think that's the best thing we can do for all of us, for our for our sanities. Yeah. Let's that, just do that. That is Hollywood Hustle endorsed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, until then, keep up the love. Keep up the support uh, for each other, for the community. Keep on pushing harder and harder to make your goals, your dreams, and personal life and, re- and career life happen. And always remember to keep up the, the hustle. hustle. This episode was brought to you by Team Hustle. Daniel Tuttle is our host and executive producer. Michael Lutheran co-hosted and produced this episode. Our theme music and transition music is by bensound.com. To support the hustle of this show with a financial contribution, please visit hollywoodhustlepodcast.com. Hollywood Hustle.